Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SCElites, our mates at supercoachchampion.com, and our friends at Gummy Fuel. Uh, whether you're playing sport, feeling under the weather, recovering from a big night, their electrolytes will keep you hydrated. Find them at gummyfuel.com.au or Facebook and Instagram. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. And fuck, it's good not to have Brett or Corey, but you know what's even better? The fact that league games have now commenced. I've got my season off to a flyer, and uh, we'll now preview what is round number four. But before we do that... Yeah. Where can the listeners find us on social media? Uh, on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites, uh, on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and maybe one day again, YouTube at Supercoach Elites. Bumps, I'm a little bit annoyed that we're a minute into this podcast and you haven't mentioned Tex Walker's name, seeing as though my phone's been bombarded with the word Tex. Uh, I counted it eight, 89 times we received the word Tex Walker <laughs> in the last week in a group chat of me and Brett. Um, I believe the text might have been text question mark. Yeah, and true. Text. Um, I, I, I said to you that I would just bombard you with it all week in the hope that it finally convince you to bring him in, but you didn't. But, um, you know, it's probably a good thing you didn't bring him in, Corey, because um, uh, my mates down at CD, Champion Data, um, I can confirm that they have this bias against him now because, you know, 130 for fucking what he produced on the weekend was an absolute farcical. That oh, was... That was his best game out of the three, I well, reckon. The best game he's ever played. Um, and how that wasn't a 170 or 180 is fucking beyond me. Um, so I'm a little subdued because I've got concerns that this week when he only kicks um, 19 goals, he's only going to get 134 points. And I'm just a bit worried about that, Corey. Uh, you still think champions are after you? They just must be because there's no other logical explanation as to how he only scored 130 points. <laughs> So do you need to apologise to everyone who owns Tex? Or? Oh, no, I do. I do. And I'm sorry to the people out there because I said to them, I said, you know, 450, I thought minimum was what he was going to rise to. He's only at 406. And I can attribute to being 20 grand short this week because that's, you know, I thought he was 150, 160 points out there. So he should be around 420 to 430K. Um, so I do just want to apologise for anyone out there who took my advice and got in Tex Walker that I'm not impressed with myself. 130 points was just simply not enough for the listeners. Um, <laughs> it, it isn't. I VC'd him, Corey. I VC'd him this week. That is true. You, I did Captain Grundy. Play five four. Did you straight Captain Grundy. But, <laughs> but, but nevertheless, I VC'd Tex Walker, Corey. And um, 130, look, it's probably justifiable that I didn't take my VC score then, I would have thought. How, uh, how'd you go, mate? What'd you end up scoring in the end? No, I had a, um, I had a big bit of a bananas week. I was top 500 rank in the week, Corey, so that might get the people up and about. But it was 23.42 for me, and that was with two players who scored in the 20s. I had Dow and Campbell on the field. Not bad at all, Bombs. I had a dismal 2073. Um, but it's funny because I was having a chat with a couple of the Patreons yesterday, and it's I'm glad league games are back because 2073, and I think I'm in 10 leagues, um, and I won four of my main cashies. So it just shows you how bad some of those leagues are in. So I finished the weekend with a, a pretty fucking shit score, and I was absolutely on cloud nine come last night when I opened it up and seen that I'd grabbed a couple of snakes, a couple of wins. I, I'm a bit flabbergasted as to how um, you've managed to get the win, to be honest. 
what I do is I just target, you know, lesser oppositions throughout the year. Just some real people I can pick on. You know, I've taken Dazza on in an overall bet for the year, and I think I'm dominating him even with all my shit scores. So that's no, surely not. I mean, you just Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, Dazza just might be another whole whole other fucking story there, Corey. Then just pray of the week, Bonds. Pray of the week. That's for sure. Uh, what's your overall rank, mate? You'd be fine. Uh, 2,700, not that I care about it, but that's 2,719, I think, is where I'm at. Um, and I should be, to be fair, a bit higher than that. Um, Thursday night, uh, as you, well, you know, listeners may know, Corey, I, uh, play the local indoor league. And, um, and so, you know, before I got on the field, I thought, no, no, hey, Bombs, who are you trading in? You're trading in Dunkley and fucking, um, the other ticket I brought in this week, Dunkley and Tex, and I go, no, nah, oh, yeah, they're both Friday games. So I'll just reverse my trades. I'll make sure I get them in before the final teams just to make sure, you know, they're all named and all the rest of it. So I did the old reverse trade button, got on the court at about 7 o'clock, whatever it was, and halfway through the game, um, you know, just started checking the scores and whatnot, and, you know, saw Grundy was fine, thought, fantastic, I straight seed him, and then... Um, well, one of uh, one of our acquaintances, Corey Dickman, he goes to oh, me. He no. goes, um, he goes. Oh, look, mate. Uh, even Lockie Neal's on forty. And then I said to him, I go, Oh, wait, I can't believe it. I go, Are you serious? I go, The week I traded him. And then the moment I said that out loud, I go, Oh, hold on a minute. I go, Fuck, I reverse traded before the whole fucking thing, so I didn't even trade Lockie Neal. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here going. Fuck, and I've just lost my shit. You can ask anyone that was in, uh, you know, sort of here in ear distance from me, Corey, and I've just fucking gone to absolute um, rabble there thinking, oh, I'm going to lose all this fucking money on him. Here is this fucking potato. And then at half time, he's sitting quite comfortably on track for 150, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, all right, well, maybe I've fucked up this thing for the better. And then he comes out with about a 15-point second half, and now he's lost me 80 grand, and I'm just in a bit of no man's land now with him, and I'm just like fucking, he's a fucking dud. He came out then and spoke more about his injury, how it's hampering him. I've lost 80K on him. What the fuck do I do with him now? Yep. Because um, I didn't want him. You heard me last week. I was yeah. the biggest advocate. He was fucking off. He was going. But stupid me when reverse trades, only thinking about who am I going to bring them in for and uh, not who I'm trading out. After Fucking you called bullshit. me a dickhead on the podcast week before. <laughs> well, I can, I can confirm that dickhead remark can remain against you because you didn't bring in the uh, the old brisket, Corey. Yep. No, oh, fucking, I'll tell you what. Jesus yeah, my trades my trades were, who did I bring in? Dustin Martin, which for Lockie Neal. The money was there. The money was good. And who else did I bring in? Fucking can't even remember. What the hell did I do? Uh, you had to get Chad oh, Warner. Oh, Chad Warner, yeah, which was handy. Uh, yeah, and that was the thing. I had to get Chad Warner on Tex, and I couldn't not get Chad Warner. So even with that. You could have just gone locking Neal to Tex Walker, because Tex Walker, you know, probably shits on Dusty Martin, I would have thought. Yeah, Dusty's so. averaging 121, and Tex has got him covered by 18, Corey. Yeah, made the mistake there, didn't I? Want <laughs> Tex top six all year yeah, as well. Yeah, really fucked that one up. So but, just a more self-indulgence, if I can, if the people want to know what I ended up doing to get Tex in, and I ended up training Tom Phillips for Tex because it's the only other feasible thing I could think of, and then I traded Crips to Dunkley because I wasn't all that keen on Crips, and so I worked it out with the players I had on field. I cost myself a bit, you know, nearly 50 points on my score this week, which would have put me about 120 rank for the week, and probably a few more ranks higher if I just fucking done what I was meant to do, but... You know, so be it. There's, I always fuck up a trade at some point of the year. You know, I did Rolly O'Brien. Well, I think I did the Tim, Tim English one yeah. as well. I just fuck. I just there's always something that fucking goes wrong when I'm just not thinking Ned's, clearly. Big Ned SC elites, 
runs the fucking the Patreon league, his big one is you get one a year. You get one fuck up a year. That's it. Yeah, well, I mean, look, Cripps and Phillips aren't exactly superstars in the supercoach world, I would have thought, but fuck, the um, the money lost on Neil's really stinging me at the moment. I'm going to look at his fucking stupid fucking name there, Corey. He's got an 80 average next to him. Fuck, I just want to punch him square in the face. Uh, for those who want to know how Brett went to, it was a 2069 this week. Sucked in, Brett. Fucking idiot. With no text. Fuck his shit. No text. He's missing someone else too. Uh, no uh, no Zeeble. Zeeble. <laughs> Fuck, he's dumb. Did he get Impy? <laughs> yep. Oh, okay, well, you got one of the three. Yeah, yeah, he got Impy this week. Yeah. I can confirm you did cop a couple of uh, pictures of Lockie Neal over the weekend as well. I just, well, that was in and amongst my text question mark, I imagine. Ooh. Yeah, they would definitely were. Um, happy Chappy, mate. You're having a look at him this weekend on the bubble scores of 42 and 86. That 86 is going to be handy. Um, the back line in Fremantle dropping like flies. Here's a good stat for you. Attempted 11 tackles on the weekend. Yeah, and what like, did he lay? Four of them? Six. Yeah. No, yeah. no, because I, I fucking saw that bit too. But look, the endeavours there, the, the the sort of the pressures there. And that's, look, I mean... Fucking Carlton waltzed through them, I would have thought, on the weekend. So I imagine he's not going to someone who's not he's he's not going to be someone that's going to be in the gun. Um, Cosy, who I said, you know, we we all just have to pick because he was named. So you kind of just had to. And I mean, fair income. If you thought he was going to be anything that was half good because he kicked six goals in a fucking pracky game against Zebel, then fuck me dead, Corey. Um, he he is a firm candidate. For me, just to sideways, that's only going to cost me like, like four grand or something, I think, um, just to do Kaczynski to Chapman. Um, I can't rely on Nick Cox being on the field every single week. And probably the other stat of the week was, um, what is it? St Kilda's average losing margin this year Sounds without good. Tom Highmore was um, is 75. So, um, you know, hopefully that springs some change back and Highmore comes back into the team. We don't have to worry about fielding one of those guys. Um, and yeah, I, th- I just think, look, Chappie's there. Um, I think the one, if you don't get Chappie and you want to wait another week, then there's, you know, Parks might be on the bubble next week for Carlton. So he's 102k. So you might have a look at that, but I, I certainly think over the, you know, in terms of job security, Chappie's the higher of the two. And I think the 40 grand is probably worth paying at this point in time. I, uh, I love how active Brett was on the socials over the weekend as well, that you just brought up that he's. His tweet absolutely went off too. So, for anyone that didn't know, it was Brett who was on the Twitter on that Thursday night footy game as well. It's the very first time in forever. I think I got a couple of accused of a couple of them. Um, but look, I think Chappie's there. I think you grab him. Um, we've got we've got donuts to fix, and I think a lot of teams do. There's a lot of teams out there that might be running sharp. I don't think Heimel. I think Heimel will be back very very soon. Um, Cosy. I, I cannot foresee how Cosy gets another game after just dropping absolute sitters, you know, in the square, unless they wanted to try him down back. I, 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 especially Clarko. I, I, Clarko's never just gifted games to people, so I'd be stunned if Cosy was still in that team. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot. So there's a lot of people that are moving Paddy down. I think we're going to talk about it in questions. But right now, for me, it's it's more or less, like you said, it's either going to be Kaczynski sideways, Harry Sharp. You don't have Harry Sharp bumps, but I do. And and they're just kind of no-brainers in my eyes. It's a, you pay that extra 20, 30 grand, get someone under Chapman who's got the 80, 86 in his system. 
fuck, he goes out there and pumps another 80. You look like a genius. The cash flow's there again. Um, there's a lot of people that are happy with their teams early, and so they should be. There's, you know, Bumps, prime candidate. You've started fantastically well and probably the nicest I'll be to you in a very, very long time. Um, but don't forget, this is a, a long-season thing, especially when we start talking and we talk about... I mean, Bumps, you're fucking flying. What did you say? You're 2,700 overall, and you couldn't even give two shits. Like, no, and, and, and that's that, it. No. We don't sit here to talk about overall. We talk about how we're going to win your league at, the, uh, at season's end. And it all comes down to cash gain. Um, don't chase points this week just for the simple case. So, uh, Dow, I'm most likely going to hold Dow, um, I think, unless I go Dow to Impy. Um, but it's one of those instances where you can't just... Can't force it. If you've got the zeros, don't worry about force... You know, yeah, don't worry about so much about Dow to... Chappie, if you can go sharp to Chappie, is kind of what I'm saying there. And I think Chappie's a no-brainer, and I, and I think he has to come into your team this week. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, you happy to go to questions again? Yeah, that's fine. There's a lot there. I think it kind of just makes the most sense. Now, oh, fucking, I've had enough of this. I was having a quick read through the questions. Yeah, yesterday, last night. Fuck, when did people start liking you? Well, like, when did what do you love, mean? Like, there's just a lot of love in here for you. And I, just... I think they've finally realised, Corey. They've Mate, finally realised. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go on here, you'll be like, this guy's a fucking... I, haven't, fucking I actually haven't seen any of it. Um, so I probably need to open up the questions uh, on the Patreons here too, just in case we've got some we've got team screenshots and stuff in there for us to look at at the moment. Or... Uh, I don't think so. But I think that's yeah. a good way to do it. A lot of screenshots helped last year, but let's go. Frogart wants to know, does Bons Stratimus have a newsletter? Bons Stratimus, I think that's better. <laughs> he had a Z in there and no S, so uh, have a newsletter and how can I subscribe? Heard Bons pumps out some delicious brisket in the pallet smoker if you're prepared to risk it. Risk it for the brisket. And I did enjoy Frogger's meme that he made, actually. That was very was, good. I mean, I can't have my own show. I think that we did discuss that in the Patreon, didn't we? Potentially, I don't know. But I might just, um, I might just employ myself, Corey, and at least then I might be on some fair coin. Um, Benny Table King Duran, good to see you don't like you don't. Good to see you don't like listening to your potty counterpart. Bonfus smack on the text call. Love seeing Dow listed in your team and DeBoer tag. Definitely helped me with a comfy win in Divi One. Will you follow his advice this week? In fact, this could be a long podcast. That one's directed at you, Corey. Will you listen to my advice? Uh, yes. Yes, I will. And, because and, before we hopped on air, I said I'm glad that I'm speaking to you because uh, <laughs> hadn't spoken to you. I actually haven't spoken to you for a couple of days and needed to run a couple of things past you. So. But it, it never works for me, but. Yeah, it's 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 funny how that <laughs> it's funny how that shit happens, doesn't it? Because you well, did you follow me with Townsend last yep. year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the difference was I think I might have said this last week that the Townsend one was off one week mm. and he was probably on zero Brownlow votes. Tex was off two, that. off six Brownlow votes, and the fucking fixture was insane. And Josh fucking Bruce kicked ten on these Muppets last week, Corey. Now people might be thinking, oh, bombs, he's if. Brucey can kick 10, surely he's going to, you know, Tech's going to kick 12 or 14. You know what concerns me about a key forward kicking 10 on a team? Like, the next week, they're just going to put, like, 600 players on the key oh, forward. Yeah. Oh, the, and the, so they could try I'd be lying. I mean, when Zeeble's playing in defence, I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, I, I'm, 
I'd be lying though, Corey, if I said fucking, you know, I'd be very boisterous about Tech scoring 150. Because I'm more be saying that for the, uh, you know, the cheek of it all. But, um, you know, this could be, you know, Texas low week. He might only score 124 this week, Corey. <laughs> only. Um, mate, is there a little bit more to the whole key forward situation this year with how quick the ball moves? Like, you know how you don't your fixture analysis. Do we need to have a look at that? You know, those final four games and just being like. There's a key forward in there who's going to fucking pop. You know, this is one week, you know, grand final week. You know, you got to trade up your sleeve. Who's playing fucking North Melbourne? This could be the key forward. Is that something we should be looking at? Yeah, oh, I think we can look at that later in the year when we yeah. uh, we got a bit more understanding of just exactly how the game's played. Because have you seen the Coleman? I think the top six are key forwards, I think, at the moment yeah. as well, which is, you know what, it's, it's good to see. Um, but I think at some point there's, you know, going to be... Correction. Yeah, there's, there's going to be a correction at some point. Like, you know, they're not going to kick five, six goals every single week. And, you know, because teams are then going to start to defend, I think, the, the key forwards a little more. And we might then find other holes kind of, you know, appearing and other kind of guys bobbing up for three, four, five goals. So um, I'm not looking too far into it at the moment, but I'm happy to ride um, the Texan until uh, until really he's, uh, he's dried out. Uh, Dazza wants to know how many trades have you guys used? Are you using any this week? How many is okay for correction in the first three to four weeks? Doubt a Chapman a go. So let's start with the start. How many trades you use, mate? Three. Yep, I've used two. Um, um, and are you I'm double trading this week? This week? Uh, yeah, more than likely. I think this will be the last of my correctionals. And, um, well, I can't even say that because I'm fucking so annoyed because... Oh, fuck, I'd love to just have, just have got like Chapman and Impey this week just to shore up that real kind of money-making. Um, but then I feel like I've still got a correctional to go in Neil and I don't want to lose any more money on him. And if I lose more money on Neil, then I feel like I've just got to ride that fucker the whole year and it's going to piss me off if I have to do that. So um, I think it's okay. Like how many, you guys, how many corrective trades for the first three to four weeks? I actually think it's okay to be down to, you know, say 24 trades that having upgraded your team, as long as you have, you know, all of the right kind of money-making pieces around the side. Because we touched on it last week, like a lot of the, the fellas we've got, we're going to see, you know, some significant cash grabs from some um, from some rookies that we haven't had in years gone past. And I think that gives us the opportunity to potentially have an additional two correctional trades, which is probably by the end of week three, I, I would have used two more trades than I typically would have in seasons gone past. And I don't think that's going to burn me. I don't hate it. If you get your team right moving forward, especially in the long run, I mean... What's worse, in five weeks, still having that extra trade up your sleeve, but you got Sharp there, or you potentially you've grabbed Chapman, who's earned you 200 to 300k in a little bit more than five weeks. But um, you know what I mean? Like, if, if that means using that trade and going from 26 to 24, then fucking so be it. Like, I don't think there is a wrong or right answer as long as you get the right things in. And that's, a, a, like, something that... I, another thing last night, like, looking at my team watching all these high scores, like... Yeah, I don't have Grundy at the moment, and it's it's still shit. But you know, Grundy versus that on-field rookie, I, I still stand by that. Like having Meek in my team is just fucking gonna help me so much moving forward. Um, and if you are a team that does have Hunter at the moment, I think you have to go fix players like Sharp, potentially Cosy. Like you, you do have to do a little bit more to get it right because Hunter's not come back. Paddy Riley come back to the club. I think was it today or tomorrow or whenever he's coming back. Um, so just get it right. And get Marshall it right. Marshall has also played three quarters of a game in the VFL. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, Hunter's fucked, but I mean, we, we spoke about that, how he was only ever going to be a two, three, four-week prospect yeah. unless something significant happened to the other boys, which obviously uh, hasn't happened. You know, Meek's the one, I think, that might be a little bit under the radar, to be honest, Corey, because um, Sean Darcy's fucked. I mean, I don't see how he gets another game next week, to be honest. I think he's going to be dropped, and I think you're going to get Meek solo, which is going to be handy for Meek owners. Mm, I wouldn't mind that. But even when he's playing, he's just playing forward. He's not doing too much around the ground. <clears throat> like he is uh, having a stench, you know what I mean? But like predominantly if his game is forward. Yeah. But I just think Darcy's fucked, Corey. <laughs> nah, fair enough. Um and look, doubt of Chapman, like I said, it's it's only there if you, if you've got it right. Like you've got Cox, Cox gonna fly now, beautiful. I think if you got Barry, I think Barry goes first. Uh, not Barry, sorry. Um, sharp. sharp. Yeah, sharp goes first. And I think I'd move Cozzy before Dow too. I think Dow and <sighs> Look, you, you might be a little biased because of Carlton. It's actually doing fucking okay. Like, in terms of um, him playing and what we're kind of used to, he's actually doing okay. And I don't think he's far off an 80 or a 90 kind of game. And I think he's the kind of guy that when he has one game, he's going to get a lot more confidence and belief in himself. So he might be a bit of a slow burn and stagnant for the next fortnight or three weeks. But I, I genuinely believe that, you know, we could get to around 12, 13 or 14 of the year and he could be, you know, 350 to 400K in value. It's, I, said to I think you just one, bench him at this point. In there time was one a couple of years ago that I, I cannot remember who the player was, but we sat there... I know he paid like a high price for, I think they were a defender of some sort, and they just kept plateauing and plateauing. And a lot of teams traded him out. I remember holding him, and then he came, we, I think it was a defender, he came with like a 70 and, a, and an 80, like a couple of weeks, and then he started his progression. And and like you said, I'm, I'm not, like, fuck, he's a shit football. Like, he's frustrating as shit to watch. I've had a lot more kind of confidence in him before that game on the weekend, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if an 80 came out. Yeah, I, I actually don't think he's, he's far off. I think 27 was stiff, to be honest, for what he'd done on the weekend. Yeah. And I can tell you this, the one time, or not the one time, any time David Teague talks anything about Carlton and references the midfield, he, well, I mean, naturally he's always going to say, um, you know, Walsh and Cripps first, but he genuinely puts Dow like immediately third in terms of listed off the, the top of his head. And so I think when you've got a coach who automatically goes Walsh, Cripps, Dow. Like, there's probably a few players that are playing better footy than Dow, but Dow's always the third one mentioned. And, and I think that says to me that they're going to give him a really extended run because they believe in what he might be able to produce. Yeah, I just wish fucking he did get more. But, oh well, that's just super coaches having a whinge. Ruboy23. Haven't really watched him play, but Stefan Jira from Freeworth look 123k mid, but we'll have a price rise after this round. So obviously he put that through. So Jaro's sitting at 170 at the moment. Um, his three scores, he was sub in the first game, I believe, where he came on for a 27. Um, and then his last two were 63 and 87. So at 170k bombs, a lot of people are looking elsewhere. Would you entertain that at all? Would you still prefer Chapman? Um would you put the extra 100k and go impy? You know, Jaro is the Jaro is the interesting. One. I think impy is the one I'd take over um, the pair of them. But Jaro becomes an interesting prospect because if you're looking at your midfield and you're light on and you're sick of fielding someone like a Campbell or a Berry or a Tom Powell or maybe you field one of those Bulldogs guys, 
Jora might be someone who offers, um, you know, a bit more of a ceiling. Well, obviously not from Campbell because he came off 116 two weeks ago. But you're paying 117, and and I think that's when you've got to be one. Sorry, yeah, 170. I think that's when you've got to be careful because when you do these trades, you actually will also want to be generating some money at the same point. Like Chapman's a different kind of story because there's no other options in yep. the back line. Um, and Jaro just might be a little too early for us to kind of do. Especially with Fife to come back as well. And and, and you need to factor all of that into consideration. Um, so I'm going to say no to Jaro, but I'll, I'll get where you're coming from. <sighs> fucking, I'm just sick of this. Trav, 25. Imagine fucking big pussy. Imagine not being on the Texan train. We don't get one power stance king, we get two. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to risk it to get the brisket. Fuck off, Trav. He's a good man. Did you just laugh react that? Because I just yeah, saw how I'll, just, I'll give it a laugh react there too. He's just gone up to five laugh reacts there, Trav. He's just gone absolutely flying. Um, imagine not being. Imagine he's referring to you then. Of course he's referring to me because he's an asshole. <laughs> what are you actually? What are your actual thoughts? Like, are you more angry that you didn't listen to me? No. Like, no. I'm really. I'm wrapped. So I said last week, I said there's there's no way that... Oh, I had to get Warner and I had to get rid of Neil, you know, like... Oh, Neil to text, though. Yeah, I know. And I, and I get that, you know. Hindsight's a beautiful thing, 2020. Um, but it was never... For me in that situation, by not owning it, it was always going to be good. Like, there's no way this could end up, ever end up bad. Because if it fucked up... I've got angry bombs in the podcast, and if it <laughs> succeeded like you predicted it would, hey, you come in here, you get all this love, you're fucking walking around like 10 men, you're on top of the world. It's, it's, it was a win-win for Supercoach Elites. There's, there's no question about it. So, what, what I want to know is, have people been putting briskets on their doorsteps, Corey? <laughs> the briskets are at the front. <laughs> the, the local supermarket has said they've never sold as many briskets in their life. <laughs> Well, I'll, tell, I'll tell you now, if any fucker out there is buying a brisket from a supermarket, because like, we've all seen them, Corey, they're about fucking one kilo in size. If anyone's buying those and thinking, well, this well, this is the ultimate Texas brisket, Corey, they haven't bought Tex Walker. They've, now, they're fucking... I do believe that you do owe me and Bretta a uh, Texas brisket dinner now, too. We, we will have, I, I promise you, Corey, that... Um, there, there, there will be an opportunity, I reckon, over the next few weeks when, uh, you know, particularly if Tex keeps his form up where, you know, there might be an Adelaide game on TV and, and you and Bretta might get um, an invitation to the ultimate uh, brisket party. And more we, we importantly, might... will Bretta show up? No chance. Still reckon away on holidays or something? Well, he'll probably say that he's showing up, but he just won't rock up. Although in saying that, I've only ever invited Bretta to my house one time and he did appear. <laughs> one from one? Perfect. He's one from one. Oh, there we go. Uh, Marty Beveridge, time to slow down on the trades. Maximum use. Team looks okay. We'd all must have rookies. However, he has Dow, ranked top 7K. No, well, we've kind of already spoken um, through Daz's question about trades we've used and what we think um, is okay to kind of use at this point. So hopefully we've answered what he's looking for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Kiddo is just having a bit of a whinge. The non-Texan train fucking sucks. Especially on the back of his 30-point loss. You, kiddo, you should have lost that by fucking 300. Because 100, and I'm sorry, but Tex went 130. And I bought in a guy trading in 100. Uh, I traded in a guy averaging 144. And I'm fucking filthy. 
Imagine, imagine paying, imagine bringing in a guy averaging, no, bringing in a guy and then scoring 15 less than his average. That's fucking pathetic, Corey. Honestly, that's a bad trade by uh, me. You're used all four trades already, but the backline rookies are getting dropped. Is it a must to get the donuts out ASAP or get rid of the underperforming underperformers on on field? Donuts, because donuts the underperformers have a chance to perform, providing they're getting named. That's kind of the way I look at it. And you know what? Fuck everyone out there, because I did say to them, their back lines must consist of four primos, Jordan Clark, and then get Nick, Nick Cox for job security. And you know what happened this week? And you might say, oh, Bombs, you got kissed on the dick. No, I didn't get kissed on the dick, because I paid up for a guy who had job security, and then I had an option there with Time War. You know, I had oh, Cox or Cozzy. I'm thinking, well... Kozitsky against someone like fucking uh, Kola Jasny or fucking Henderson or one of these guys from Geelong. I go, fucking please, give me a spell. Essendon with every injury out there, ass. It was a no-brainer to field Cox, and you would have got a 93, and you wouldn't have been sooking so much. Yeah, and that was the thing that I was actually having a bit of a look over the weekend and thinking to myself, did I just not pick Cox because I was hurt by, you know, butts last year and things like that? And I was just fucking... And again, I didn't have the money. McCasey anyway. last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Fisher. Sorry, Fisher. Um, yeah, Butts was late. Butts was my boy. Um, yeah, and I was thinking that to myself. I, I, although, in all fairness, I did not have the cash to get it there. I think I left. That's why you must pick your rookies before you pick your premiums. <sighs> yeah, Sharp was named. He was there. That was the other one, too. Oh, so come thought, on, man. You know Sharp what was I, never going to. You know what I thought of last year? I'm like, fucking, remember when Bombs convinced me out of the one, not the other last year? Fucking, whoever the fucking two Brisbane players were. And oh, and then you thought, I'm not going to listen. Starsevich yeah. versus um, Robertson. Uh, hey, Robbo was good on the weekend. That's why we yeah. were talking about him before. Players on the bubble. Fuck, he was real good. 182. He's not on the bubble because he only played one game, but, yeah, but uh, you know, play another sorry, in the bubble the week bubble after. For next week, we had that conversation off air. Um, he was fucking real good. Real, yep, real it's good. It's just a shame that um, he obviously debuted last year. We would have much preferred if he didn't debut. And yeah. So I don't mind having another point. look at Dow this week as well. Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, Pet, uh, Pete Mama. <laughs> Wants to know Just it, Kathy. It could be. Uh Giaf and Cumming, too late. Oh, is that coming that is? Likely as not to be top eight to ten. Giaf three twenty two, yeah. I think Isaac Cummings roughly around the same. I don't think um I don't think none of us selecting fucking Isaac Cumming, are we, Corey? Oh, definitely not, but We're not gonna be looking at that, are we? No, but what about Giaf? Have you seen how good his scores are though? That's uh, ninety three. Sorry, he's averaging 93 over his first three games coming. Um, Jeff, you know how to look at him. I'd be lying if I said I didn't look at him. I'm actually deciding between Jeff and or Impey this week. And um, and that's kind of – and the only reason, the only reason I'm looking at Jeff is because that fucking talk of Jordan Clark getting dropped to that Monday game really started to send some fucking paranoia through my bones, Corey. And I just thought, mm, if I get Jordan Clark to my midfield and Giath as my defender number five, I'm comfortable with, you know, Highmore, um, Cox, Cozzy or Chappie, whatever kind of combination I have, getting at least one of them getting a game each week to field a team. But the more I think about Giath, the more I think, mm, okay, it's a couple of good games. I just, I just don't know how sustainable it is. Mm. And there's a lot of... Look, the the role looks to be there. It does. That, quick. He's, he's intercepting. Quick. He's running off. One thing that I worry about is, 
um, a lot of people talk about that Sicily role. The one thing I do worry about is that it's not, he's not the primary ball user either. So I think it's going to be susceptible to games like that first one where there are 60s in there as well. But Hawthorne looked their best in that last quarter when he was getting hands on ball. 100%. And I don't disagree, but they do love Impy touching the ball. They like they love all these other players touching the ball Fuck Impy. Well. He's going to do his hammy. Burgoyne I don't even know why kicking I'm the ball him in. out. Yeah. I, I think he's a great player. And, and hats off to Smitty. Admin Smitty. He started you. Over who? In his back line. Yeah, over who? Who did he pick him over? No, I think Clark. I think. Well, okay, yeah, it looks good at the moment. Yeah. Well, he's There's no done. way I would have done something like that. Nah, it's balls out. But I think it is. I, I think it might be a little bit too late. What are you doing picking these players to earn you how much or or viability? Is it, you know... Are, are, you, not, are you not better grabbing Chapman than a Giathena coming now? I think so. I think people are focused on um, potential points, though, Chasing, on field. Yeah, yeah as well. I mean, if I had to pick between the two, I'd say Chappie over Giath. Um, Price. On money, yeah, yeah, on money yeah, to be yeah. gained. On money to be gained. I think I'm going to make potentially 200, you know, of Chappie. I, I don't see a situation how I can make 200 of Giath. Um, so for that pure basis, it's it's Chappie for me. I'm not bringing him in as a, as a kind of a, a keeper. I mean, when I brought in Tex Walker, Corey, I knew he was going to average 130 for the rest of the year. So I knew he was going to be a keeper. Can Giath be Jordan Ridley of last year? No, and is that is that what people are chasing as well? Is that what's coming into into people's minds? It's I think there's it's human... so many defender options, man. Yeah, but is it that human element that you know? Fuck it again. I know I'll talk about this every week. I reckon that oh, I missed out on that. I, I've <clears> got to do this, and you know, almost when I was talking before, like fuck it, or not listening to you, or you know, the, not picking cocks or whatever it is. They all there's a common theme here, but maybe I should just listen to you more. Um, it. Is that the is that what people are searching for? As we get more closer to, and this is the fuck thing, the Monday to Thursday, there's not a lot of time, and there's something I do want to talk about later, and that is trades and when to trade and and everything else. But up, uh, do you think this trade will be reversed more as we come closer to the weekend, and less teams will have Giath, or do you think the opposite? I think the more people talk about it, the more people will bring Giath in. And so, therefore, we need to be responsible to the community by not talking about him. Okay. I'm not even looking but, at but it. But I'm not saying I haven't looked at it. I'm, I'm, but I think I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is this fucking... Will, Will's in here. I think this is a question. When you get... When you got two hundred fifteen in the bank and you have Dow and you don't have a... <laughs> you don't have a brisket, do you just pull the pin? And I've got, what? Where's this question? I can't even see. It's Will's. That's why, because I'm just so used to Will answering everyone. When you got two fifteen k in the bank and you have a Dow and you don't have a brisket, Judas pulls the pin, right? Um, oh fuck. I mean, that's a lot of money on Dow to. Oh, I prefer Impy. I think, yeah, I think I go Dow to Impy. At this point in time, three games into the season, I don't think Tex Walker's a keeper. So, therefore, you don't bring in a guy at 400000 to try and make you money. That doesn't seem logical. Yeah. Does it? Fuck, I don't know. It's four hundred grand. Like, if you were sitting there... 130, thinking, he's, going, he's going for he's going to 550. Yeah, so he makes 150 in your bank and some sick points. But then, when he's at 550... You don't want to trade him. Who so the you, fuck is remotely considering trading him? Like, so at that point, is you're considering him virtually a keeper. A keeper. 
until he drops to sub 500 when you're going to look at the upgrade again. Yeah. That, that That's what I'm saying. So I think you ride Walker until it go. I oh, just, no. I, I don't think you can pay over 400 grand for him. You can pay sub 300 for Impy because Impy's still got a, like a negative 30 break even on Tex as well, doesn't he? I uh, don't know. Pretty sure um, Impy's negative 65, Tex about negative uh, 35, top of my head. Yeah. So you got um, Tex break even, negative 35, Impy break even. Let's have a look here. Uh, negative 62. So yeah, he's got you know negative 28 break even on him, which is so I think Impy can still make more money. He's gone back to back tons. Um, and if that game wasn't so close in the last quarter, he probably would have scored more than 108, I would have thought. Like yeah. if that game was sort of done and dusted a bit earlier. The one thing with that trade too is you do get the – you can almost have the luxury to wait on that as well. I mean, what, Carlton play Saturday night, Hawthorne play Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. Hawthorne's and, the last game. Yeah, and Adelaide play Sunday morning or Sunday one, eleven ten. Sunday lunchtime. early lunch. Yeah. That's that's morning for me, but obviously no, I'm not out of that early. <laughs> um, so I think you get the luxury of, all right, is Paddy Dow named? Did I... Do oh, Paddy doesn't get in named. That's oh. not a doubt. It's, you, it's any a chance of... he can get dropped? No. I, I don't see how it happens, no. Yeah. Oh, Teg loves him. I promise you he loves him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm doing if... Dowdy MP this this week. I mean, providing I don't do a 180 on Jath, and if I do a 180 on Jath, the uh, Patreons will know about it. Um, but at this point, it's Dowdy MP. You're a big press conference guy. Oh, I do love a good press conference. Yeah, did you watch the Adelaide press conference the other night? No. I'm sure you will go watch it. Even, oh, fuck, what's his name? The bald fella. Fucking. Pi- Pikey. Is, yeah, Pikey. Isn't that? No, Nix. No, Nix, isn't it? Nix, that's it. Yeah. So Nix was talking about it in there, and they're talking about Tex, and and he referred to it as one of the greatest purple patches ever. And he said this year's Tex Walker is no different from last year's Tex Walker. It's just the delivery is better. He's not training any different. He's not doing anything different. He's just in very, very good form, and the ball delivery is being put in there really well. I can kick the footy though. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> Can. So I think it's one of those situations that Tex isn't going to do this all year. There are going to be other forwards that put together patches like this. I mean, fucking hell, I was surprised no one's bringing in Josh Bruce after kicking 10 goals this week after watching Tex do these things. It's it's going to happen. It's, and please don't bring in Josh Bruce. Just fucking... Can I, can I just um, warn you or something, Corey? Yep. Tex's career average against North... It's his, historically, his favourite team to play against. Yeah. His career high score against them is 177. Yep. He might have 277 this week, Corey. He could. And in which <laughs> instance, that's a fantastic trade. <laughs> I, I just don't think he's generating more money. From this point on, Impy at 288, like if you given Walker a 118k head start, I'm saying Impy, sorry, a negative 118k head start, I'm saying Impy makes more dollars. Yeah. And I don't think you're necessarily going to miss out on a huge amount of points because they're going to double and triple team him. You still worried I, about Impy's injury? Fuck yeah. But you know what I'm not worried about, Corey? The fact that I probably only need him to put together two games at the moment. And if he can get me through two games, um, I think I'm in a really good position to flick him off to dangers quite quickly. Yep. Or even side bottom. I mean, literally you look at side bottom 
And I was having a go at a mate the other day, Corey, because they mentioned side bottom to me. And I'm like, fucking side bottom is shit, right? But you look at side bottom's break even of 207, um, and you just think, all right, he's 588, 207. He's had his, you know, because he's had his 50 score already. Um, I like the idea potentially of like just pure sideways, and it's, I don't think it's going to cost a dollar to do it in bitter side bottom in say two, three weeks max, or potentially even, you know, costing minimal money to do impeter danger field. Has, I mean, I was going to say you need to watch the roll side bottom because he did just play off a half forward flank the other day, but still had 27 touches. Yeah, I know that. And, but side bottom has always been able to touch the ball. Um, and he just has the ability sometimes to have those games. But then you look at all the other forwards and you're telling me Dusty's not capable of oh, a low of course. Score. Yeah, exactly. You're telling me that, yeah, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, you know, you know what you're going to get. Um, and yeah, I just think it, it's juicy. Uh, I'm certainly worried about Impey's potential to get injure, injured. Um, but I think realistically, I only need him for two or three games just to play his role, and then I can just flick it off, which is why I'm happy to do a trade now. Because if I if I trade Impey in just to sideways him to side bottom, essentially I've done two trades yeah. to get Paddy Dow to side bottom. Which is and what you'd normally do anyway. Which is normally yeah. one guy down and one guy up. So if I'm turning Dow into side bottom via Impy in three weeks via two trades, I think I'm fixing my team in the short term because Impy's going to outscore Dow. And, you know, two trades I've done, you know, although both of them have been technically sideways trades, um, it's no more trades than I would have spent on one up, one down. Whitwasher's got a long one here. So if he trades Dow, he's only got 482k. He's asking if he should go Heaney or Green. I would go neither because he's also asked if he could go alternatively go Dow to Chapman. I think that makes more sense. But he'd have Roll or Scott on the field. I don't mind Scott on the field. He looks good behind the wall. Um, if he ultimately goes the one where he's picking a Heaney or Green... Um... Oh, don't say it, Pops. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Heaney. If you had to go one of them. I'm not going either of them, but... Yeah, I wouldn't, but fuck. Yeah, Toby Green's fucking sick as well, though. He's been good, but you just know he's going to miss games. And that's why I am That's why I say Heaney, because I'm just more comfortable. But Heaney's injury history. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Don't get any of them this shit. I agree. Uh, hot shame. Rory Sloan, a good option. Averaging 120 in price at 500k. Break even of 60 playing North Frio and Hawks. I think that almost answers your question, though, hot shame. You're looking at the next three games. You're not looking at the long term there. Um, yep. Sloan's history in Supercoach has generally been half a season of football. So um, I won't touch him at any point this year. Yeah, and I agree. Even at the halfway point, he's averaging 120. I won't, I won't touch him. Um, Abel wants to know if you feel like you'd only want to bring in the toxic brisket as a keeper at this point of the year. <laughs> Why is he a toxic brisket? Uh, because probably because he doesn't have him. That's fucking disgusting. Um, yeah, I think at, at this price, um, you'd want him to be a keeper. Otherwise, you'd, you don't bring him in. Froggers, we've already answered. We're more likely to go Cozzy out of anyone. Yeah, okay, can I just say, you, you know what fucking shits me about this Tex Walker stuff? Because people are going to be there, oh, fucking bombs, you know, you trade him in. People would have seen the game on the weekend, one, because it was a fucking primetime fixture. It was Good Friday night, so no fucking idiot was doing anything. So they finally would have tuned into the game. But if any of these idiots, right, had actually watched Walker play in the first two weeks, they would have seen what he'd done on Friday night already. 
So people were like, fucking, why didn't I see this earlier? How did I know about this? I told you last week, I'd seen the first two games. He's already on six Brownlow votes prior to that round. It was just fucking continuing on what he was doing. So if you didn't bring him in and, and all that, there's no fucking complaints. I fucking told you what he was doing already. It was no different from his first two games. He was even better, and he, he scored less. That's why I'm a bit flat with Tex. I'm not happy. <laughs> he was good. Um, yeah, so if you're getting rid of rookies, I think it has to be in order of non-playing players first, and then probably Cozzy down back. Is this from a witch? Okay, yep. Um, <coughs> yeah. Yep. So non-playing and then Cozzy. Although I think if I think I'd get rid of Cozzy before Highmore. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. In my in my oh, mind, Highmore's coming back. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, and and even if Highmore's not named, I'd rather hold Highmore. Oh, oh, do, get I rid think of Cozzy. Hold Highmore. Highmore will be back. Yeah. 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 Um, Jada with the defensive ruling, such a problem now. Young going down. Is GF a genuine option? Likely young to Chappie and Cozzy can't possibly hold his spot to GF. And have field cover Sharp and high more chance to return. I don't think Sharp's returning. Sharp should be going to Chapman and Young to Giath. If you've got the money, I think you've solved your problem in the short term. Yeah. Um, yeah, same question. How many out of six possible trades are too many to have by this? I don't think there are too many. We've already answered that. And Gyro got asked about again today. So we're good for questions. Um, Bumps. Yeah, mate. My question for you. When do you trade now? With this rolling lockout fucking bullshit, stressing balls coming into that Thursday, Friday night game, is it... Are you more hesitant to pull trades now at all? Things you're thinking about, you think, well, maybe I have to wait to... Maybe I have to go a different play to wait till the end of the weekend. What's the thought process around trades? Are you just still just pulling them early in the week? Or is it... Now that we've both made a mistake, are we going to be like, all right, well, I've got to make sure I pull my trades so I don't fuck up again? No green lights. What the fuck is going on? Um, I'm just going to pay more attention to when my players I'm trading out are playing. And for instance, early in the week, so today's a Tuesday, games don't start till Thursday. I'm going to virtually finalize my trades by Tuesday night and then say to myself, really look at it and be like, all right, this is the day you need to do your trades. Set an alarm for when the first team plays, you know, of the first guy I'm trading out and then just, Trade according to my alarm, Corey. <laughs> so the alarm's going to do it all for you. The, the alarm's going to remind me to do it. Because I can't sit here, right, trade Chapman in after they got absolutely fucking belted. Now, we don't think he's going to get dropped. But there's no guarantee also saying that he won't get dropped. It's yeah. a Sunday. It's the last Sunday game. We've got to wait till Saturday night for him. That's yeah. a long fucking wait. <laughs> I don't want to be doing that on a Thursday just to trade Cozzy to Chappie. Chappie not Chappie play no, and Cozzy score an 80. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Yep. So just me and you, Corey, we, we need to listen to this. Work out the, the specific times and days that you've got to do your trade and then pull accordingly. Pull accordingly. Yeah. Just make it, you know, get it in your head what you want to do early in the week. You know, by Wednesday, you've got to be set. On Wednesday, you've got to be set. You've got to have a plan of action. Yeah. So if it is Dow this weekend, if it's so Dow to Impy, has to be done before 7.25 on Saturday So night. Dow to Impy is a 7.25 move. Yeah. 
on, well, 7.25 is the game. So 7 o'clock, my alarm will be set. And the title of the alarm will be Trade Dow to Impy. That's how specific I'm going to go with it. And then, um, you know, at that point, um, you know, I'll know if Highmore's named. I'll know what's happening with Kaczynski. And then, you know, I can kind of then work out, okay, am I doing Cozzy or Highmore to Chappie or am I trading Lockie Neal? Um, so, you know, the other note in the phone will go on Friday night when the when the teams come out and I'll be like, okay, you know, is um, Highmore named? You know, potentially if not, okay, maybe I'm trading Neil to this person then at one o'clock on Saturday. So Sharp to Chapman can be a bit of a fucking head twister this week though, couldn't it? Yeah, no, it could be. It could be. Um, but fuck, I can't lose any more money on Neil. I mean, honestly, do you think Neil is going to turn it around? Nah. Nah, his body's cooked. I actually think he's not top eight. Nah, not 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 without a lengthy period of time off to reset that body, and I don't think Brisbane are going to give it to him. They're not because they've started the year absolutely yeah. fucked. Yeah, he's and he's very sore. Neil has to go. You know, I'm contemplating this week doing some dumb shit, as in almost tanking this week, just so I'm prepared the week after. Like I'm prepared to go Neil to Impy. And also get Chappie in, have just a shit fuck of money in the bank, and then next week just go in and get in, you know, my premium into my team. Well, it's great. It's funny too because we spoke about this off air, and that's why I was glad that we caught up and got to have a bit of a chat. And because you know, I was talking about going Dow out and um, potentially Phillips out to getting Ridley and um, Chappie, and you know, pulling all all my stocks there and. And then I'm, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Because I've held Dangerfield. I'm about to hold Dangerfield for another week. In my mind, I was already writing off the two first rounds as a loss. And I picked up wins. And what's the point of trying to bank another win instead of just holding it, getting my team correct with the right rookies moving forward even more, making some more money and, and going out the other side? And I think sometimes you really have to mind map your season out or, or look at your season and don't get so focused on the one-week game. Yep. Do and that, look long that's term. potentially what I'm doing because you know what? If I sacrifice Neil this week for, and let's say, um, well, it's literally Neil for Impy. Impy's outscoring Neil at the moment. Hmm. The other thing with you too, you know what I mean? Fantastic. There would be so many people in your situation be like, I'm, at the highest rank I've ever been at after round three, I've got to keep going. I've got to, you know, put the pedal on the metal and go now. I've got to play for overall. No, you figured out what you were playing for at the start of the year. And no one plays for both. Like, don't fucking go into the season and tell me you play for both. You either play for overall no. or you play for league. Mate, I play for league, but I'll tell you what, if I'm sitting in the top 500, you know, yeah, with six weeks to go, so you're allowed, I might oh, I change think, my tactic. I think, you're allowed to, I think you're allowed to switch things up a little bit. If, I might yeah, change tactic yeah, down yeah, then. But, I then. mean, this is early in the season. You know, the fucking the winners of Supercoach after round one or what, ranked fucking 30,000 plus. I mean, don't worry about that shit. I mean, one person out of fucking, yeah, 200,000, however many people play, actually win the damn thing. So, um, no one's... Well, let's face it, no one's ever going to be that good. There's During our lifetime, there's going to be like 50 people that won it. And if you think you're, you're a fucking hero, it's one of those 50, then, then good on you. Because I reckon anyone that goes into the year thinking they're actually going to win it, probably never fucking won it. Uh, except the bloke last year. Well, did uh, he actually think he was going to win it? No, no, no. He just done some smart things at smart times and, yeah, got it out there. Good guy. Um, your trades, I think you've already kind of touched on them. Yep. But VC and C. Uh, VC takes Walker. Corey. <laughs> Very good. Uh, why are you laughing? 
I'm not. I just said very good. Oh, okay. Um, no, well, am I going to have a donut? Because that's why I straight seed Grundy, because I didn't think I was going to have a donut. Then I ended up with Highmore. So, you know, pending teams, no donut. If you're asking me to straight see one player, um, fuck, it's, you know, Gorn and Grundy are in some fucking sick form. But I think we have to acknowledge that uh, Grundy um, no probably one. has, well, and, he, and now he's got Flynn, which again, so, um, or it's, you know, Gorn against fucking uh, who's Geelong's Rockman Stanley, who he historically absolutely goes it against. So, um, for me, fuck it. How do you split the two of them? Uh, Jay, it's hard. I'm going to say Grundy because GWS don't have as many super coach point getters as Geelong do in their team. So I think there's more points available for Gun- uh, Grundy to get. The no-brainer is if you've got the Gorn and Grundy and can get it done, get it done. I can VC and C. I don't have Grundy at the moment, though, so um, I think I'll be running into Gorn again because it's just kind of safe as houses. And I think I think McRae I think, uh, will be my VC this week. Um, yep. If Heimel's not named, is that what you're doing? I, I've got Dangerfield. Oh, sure. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So oh. Maybe even Zeeble, just with the form that he's in. Fuck, man, I don't know how you go on Grundy. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't have text. I'd say Grundy into text. Yeah, well, I don't have either of them. No, I'm, I'm warning people. I mean, I know I said before, a bit of tongue-in-cheek. He'll have a shittest game with the 124. I reckon text only going to score 87 this week, Corey. Well, I think they're going to put about 16 players on him. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, anything else, Dad? Nope. Um, just before we go, I'm just going to give a big shout-out to the Patreon. So I've had a lot of fun in there lately. Um, and we've got our Patreon catch-up. Bombs. I don't know if you're uh, you're coming or what you're. Yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 I did respond. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so I look forward to that, and yeah, just a shout out to them because you know we fucking put in a lot of work for this. There's a lot of people who do a lot of shit behind the scenes as well. There's a lot of admins who do fuck all work like Russ, but he still sticks around anyway. And can uh, I ask when are we cleaning them out? Because there's <laughs> I, I don't like these people, Corey. They you know part of a, a company who let's face it are not you know, that brilliant at anything and they don't contribute. Uh, we'll, we'll look at Cullen some real soon, I think, I think. Um, but yeah, look, without you guys and everyone that's in the Patreon and, and everyone we talk to daily and all the questions that come through and, you know, your support and helping us out financially as well. Um, not really helping us out, but helping the page out. Um, let's face it, it all goes to Brett because he, he takes up a large portion of the contracts here. At, uh, what do you think is in fucking Queensland? Yeah, it's just exactly. it's just taking over control of the banks and just fucking <laughs> taking off. Bit of money off. laundering going on there. It's leads for Brett. Um, but no, but a big thank you to the patrons. And uh, without you guys, we'd uh, just be a shadow of what we used to be. So we'd be like all the weight that Bombs has lost just left in the past. <laughs> Done. All right, elitist, on behalf of Bombs, myself, and definitely not Brett, because he's a dog, and the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash HC Elites. Peace out, community, and thank you for listening.